Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. An unusual long-term outlook by the Congressional Budget Office paints a gloomy economic future if something isn't done. It warns America's growing budget deficit will increase debt to the highest level in U.S. history, even exceeding the size of the economy by 2031. As the American population ages, the bipartisan report says Social Security and Medicare spending will increase significantly, as will the interest payments on the extra debt. House Armed Services Ranking Member Adam Smith says along with the recently approved tax cuts, the squeeze is going to affect the country's ability to invest in the military. He says the bottom line is the U.S. will be ill-equipped to economically compete with China and other major powers. Two senators want to pave the path for the Trump administration to begin acting on its reorganization proposals. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee Chairman Ron Johnson and Subcommittee Chairman James Lankford introduced the Reforming Government Act. The bill gives the administration authority to begin consolidating or eliminating agencies with independent regulatory authority. Democrats on the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee are largely skeptical of the administration's plan to reorganize the Office of Personnel Management. Many Democrats criticized the plan to move OPM's existing federal personnel policy functions into the Executive Office of the President. Office of Management and Budget Deputy Director Margaret Weikert says the administration studied other countries similar to the United States and their government personnel structures. The only other country that had a function similar to OPM was France. But that was not a flattering comparison. She said France isn't known to be a bastion of bureaucratic efficiency. The Trump administration's plan to privatize the post office is starting to get some pushback from both sides of the aisle in Congress. Representative Elijah Cummings expressed concern with the administration's decision to go right to selling off the Postal Service instead of looking to reform it. Republican Congressman Glenn Grothman said Congress should take serious the fact that the Constitution guarantees a Postal Service. Federal collective bargaining employees may not see immediate direct impacts from a recent Supreme Court decision that overturns a requirement that public sector employees pay fees to unions that represent them, even if they don't want to join. But federal unions are obligated to represent everyone in a collective bargaining unit, but now employees are not required to become dues-paying members. The American Federation of Government Employees says the decision still sends a message. AFKI National President J. David Cox encouraged all public sector employees to become dues-paying members. NASA suffers a setback in a signature mission. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The agency has pushed back the launch of the James Webb Telescope to March of 2021, a year later than NASA had planned. Officials also said the project busted its cost limitations, saying the Webb Telescope will now run $8.8 billion, or $800 million, above a cap set by Congress. The moves come in response to an independent review of the program, which nevertheless recommended its continuation. I'm Tom Tamman. Lawmakers are concerned about the Defense Department's lack of a cyber policy that protects its assets. Of main concern is what House Armed Services Committee Chairman Mac Thornberry says is a massive technology transfer to China. The issue surfaced with reports of cyber theft surrounding Chinese telecom companies like ZTE. Thornberry quoted a DOD study that reveals the U.S. government does not understand how fast this technology transfer is occurring, the level of Chinese investment in U.S. technology, or even what technologies we should be protecting. The Homeland Security Department has asked the military to provide enough space to house 2,000 migrants within the next 45 days. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. 
DOD says DHS's latest request would eventually increase the population of migrants on military bases to 12,000 people. Border security agencies say they'd prefer to use bases in Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, and California. DHS has asked the Pentagon for permission to use unused buildings on military bases as housing facilities. If not enough are available, it plans to build soft-sided camp facilities on the bases that could shelter up to 4,000 people. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Hudson Hollister, the driving force behind the Data Act and the ultimate cheerleader for data standards, is leaving his post as the executive director of the Data Coalition. Hollister says he plans to pursue new opportunities. The industry association, which grew from just two companies to 47 member companies under Hollister, will begin the search for a new executive director immediately. The House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee has passed a bill aimed at saving money on federal building leases. The proposed law pushes the General Services Administration to save 20% on leasing costs by signing longer-term contracts with lower rates. That could be significant. According to Committee Chairman Lou Barletta, half of GSA's inventory is commercially leased and costs taxpayers more than $5 billion annually. The IRS faces an uphill battle when it comes to preparing for next filing season. That's according to the National Taxpayer Advocate Nina Olson in her latest report to Congress. Under the new tax reform law, the agency will have to update more than 140 IT systems and 450 forms between now and next April. The IRS reported having an 80% level of service this filing season, but Olson said the agency only answered less than a third of incoming calls to its tax help hotline. A busy summer's on tap for USDA's IT modernization initiative. Here's Jason Miller. The Agriculture Department and the General Services Administration plan to award as many as eight contracts over the next three months to move the IT modernization effort from planning to implementation. GSA and USDA detail phase two of the Centers of Excellence initiative yesterday. The agencies are seeking vendor feedback on their initial ideas and plans developed under phase one of the COE effort around five areas, cloud adoption, infrastructure optimization, data analytics, customer experience, and contact centers. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, and follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.